Monet, I was just looking up the Anchor app. Have you heard about this? I've heard of it. Something to do with podcasts, right? Okay, so Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's absolutely free. Mm-hmm. And they have this like creation tool that lets you record a podcast and edit it right from your phone or your computer. Oh, that's right, because they can distribute your podcast for you, and it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all the other podcast distribution places, right? Oh, and you will get the listeners, honey, and when you get the listeners, you make the coin thought mm-hmm. but here's the crazy thing. You actually don't have to have a minimum listenership to get money. You can still make coins. So it's essentially every single thing you need to make a podcast all in one place. Oh, you're just so tickled. You love the idea of making podcasts. I love you, Monet. I love you. Now listen, if you want to download the free Anchor app, you can also go to anchor.fm and get started. My name is Bob the Drag Queen. And I'm Money Exchange. And this is Sibling Rivalry. We discuss the controversy over pie crust. We talk all about Thanksgiving. And we find out what made Monet say this. And I don't have a problem with that joke. Like, that's our motherfucking experience. And we find out what made Bob the Drag Queen say this. I am no stranger at getting sliding things down. But folks who can do this, mama, I'd be like, I'm like, y'all better go the fuck off. Are we starting? Monet, we in this bitch. Are we recording? I'm recording. It's the girl's burp for me. That was you. Uh, well, we have footage. Stop trying to pass it off. Gonna, uh, Stop trying to pass it off to the page. You love doing stuff on the podcast and act like it's me when it's fully you. Like, literally. Wait, there is the, footage of you burping right now. No, the, there is footage of you. The first year of the podcast, you would do the. And you used to pass it off like it was me on the podcast all the time. You're like, you're like, Monet, stop doing that. And literally, it was fully you the whole time. <laughs> Well, this burp was full of you. Um, she's in London now. I am. Oh, my God. So I'm on my Bob shit because yesterday I got here. I got here yesterday morning at 10 a.m. I had to film Exchanger that night. So I'm in filming Exchanger. Patty's not here. Oh, you too loud. Girl. And then I'm filming Exchanger. And literally in the first five minutes, I hear on, on, on my door knocking. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, someone's knocking on the door. He, he, he's like, hello, mate. Uh, you know, you're just keeping it, like, you just, like, a bit too loud. You need to, like, put it down because um, they're going to, you, you're disturbing other people. I was like, I'm in this huge two-bedroom fucking flat. Who is hearing me? <laughs> but it's your fucking neighbor from, from uh, the Heights. <laughs> Follows your ass. <laughs> Could you imagine? Ass. He has a cousin in London. Could you imagine? <laughs> he has a cousin in London. All right, mate, you can't be... You can't be so fucking loud, man. You're way too loud over here. You gotta be a little bit more quiet. It's not impersonal, not impersonal. Then next thing you know, listen, faggot. <laughs> Pipe down, fag. Can I say? And he's smoking a cigarette. My favorite thing about your British accent is not necessarily the accent, but watching your face. You do this like British accent face every time you do British accents, and it's so funny. You go, all right, mate. You're gonna stop it, and you're gonna do it over there. You do it just like this, like. <laughs> <laughs> All right, mate, listen to me, love. You need to fucking quiet down, mate. You've been way too fucking loud, mate. You've been way too loud. Can you please do your so bagger? Right. Your bagger is so good. <laughs> I can just like... <laughs> me shivering me, niggas. Me slapping me knacks. Me pissing me pants. Me jumping me squiggles. <laughs> 
You know, I'm like, whoa. The first one Suggy said, I'm shitting on niggers. That's what I heard the first one. You just, <laughs> I was like, oh my God. Vaga, how dare you? Yeah, I'm, I'm shitting on niggers. <laughs> I said, shiver, shiver me knickers. <laughs> got it, got it, got it. How are you, Bob? Not, not shiver me. Um, I'm pretty good. I want to talk to you about something real quick first. Oh, God, what? It's not what. Um, we were... Um, I was like looking up some stuff. Is this true? In the in the West End, they're only allowed to do performances for two hundred and fifty people at a time. Yeah, I think it's a, it's it's something crazy like that. It's it's like yes, those numbers. How can they? I mean, it's not your business, but like, how are they even going to be able to afford to make this show profitable? Doing a show for a quarter of the capacity of the theater. I don't know, but they're rolling full steam ahead. And sometimes, you know, sometimes for these people, I think what it is, is that I don't think they're, yes, everyone is in the business of making money. But if you're like this, like maybe some rich fucking person who's funding this thing, he's like, listen, I am a fucking cajillionaire and I just want to put on good art during this virus. And if I lose money, so what? I'm a fucking cajillionaire. So who cares if I lose however X amount of dollars? I really think that sometimes stuff is stuff be like that. I mean, I guess. So you're saying Trump is funding your show? <laughs> <laughs> more, 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 more or less, more like more lago <laughs> Can you believe that when he find out, he found out that Biden won, he was literally golfing. Like the the fact that he was golfing. But also, is who's so golfing in the middle of the like? While they're counting numbers. That's what I'm saying. It's so crazy. Apparently, the people who are golfing are him and everyone counting votes in Nevada. We're all on vacation. <laughs> because because they, he was just like, yeah. I, honestly, I'm going to go for a golf. Is that a big Excuse me. I'm going to go golfing. Um, this helps me ease my nerves. Excuse me. <laughs> you know what? During our during our little, um, our little, oh my God, I need, I need to take the word little out of my vocabulary. It's so dismissive and so rude. I hate it. Also, you and this water. She, just drink it. Well, I'm telling everyone that I'm drinking. I'm not thirsty, <laughs> but I have to drink water because I'm I'm giving I'm doing a piss test today. Mm. It's one of those tests where they can see if you can piss. I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm doing I'm giving a urine sample today because of I'm, I'm trying to get, I'm getting life insurance and I'm afraid of not having to pee at three o'clock. So I'm like <laughs> doing everything I can to pee. Well, you know, well, you know that's how that's not how science and water works. If you just drink all the water you need to, that's more effective than being like. But I'm not thirsty, so I can't just keep like I can't just. <laughs> Which is normally how Bob drinks. Okay, that is literally how Bob drinks and eats everything. Bob does not have pacing when it comes to digesting liquids and food. Bob will take a whole bottle. <laughs> And swallow it all down. Bob will eat a plate of food have and lick it Have you seen online who can like? Who, have you seen these folks online who can like make an entire? They, they don't even. Have you seen these people? No. What is it? Is, is that a, was that a burrito or a hot dog? No, it's a bottle of water. They'll just take a bottle of water and they'll turn it up and they just crush it and the whole thing is just gone. Like none of it spills out. They just drink the. It's insane. Like, you have to see this video. They're just, they're crazy. Mitch, have you seen it before, Mitch? Thumbs up if you've seen it. Yeah, it's it's it's, in, it's insane. People, I don't even, I mean, listen, I am no stranger at get sliding things down. But folks who can do this, mama, I'd be like, girl, y'all better, I mean, y'all better go the fuck off. I mean, we should do a Thanksgiving episode. I don't know, we, we never did Thanksgiving that was um, super, super traditional. And also, my mom is not like a big cooker. 
She didn't really cook. My Aunt Hazel cooks. See, Aunt Hazel cooks. And uh, also a lot of the guys in my family cook. Uncle Steve cooks. My, uh, my brother is a professional chef. Right. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. And, but, but I just didn't grow up in a house. I was like, we cooking. My mom was like, we're going out. My mom would like, you know how I eat out like practically every meal? Mm-hmm. Th- that was my whole life growing up. We ate out almost every, every meal. Really? My mom cooked three, my mom cooked three things. My mom cooked, um, she would bake chicken and then pour mushroom soup over it. <laughs> <laughs> and then my mom would cook um, uh, beef uh, beef stew or pot roast pot in, in a crock pot. Uh-huh. And she would fry chicken and make Jiffy cornbread with it. That was like, that was all the thing my mom cooked. Okay, so... No sides, y'all. So y'all, y'all, y'all just ate no sides. Like we're gonna have no, we entrees, have no sides. No, we'd have the chicken, and then we have like uh, we would like make like st- like mashed potatoes from like a, from flakes. Okay, work from like a box. And when we ate the, that was when we ate the fried chicken, or we had the cornbread as well. No, it was like the fried chicken and the cornbread, or the mushroom chicken, which I never ate because I don't like mushrooms. And I don't. Know, yeah. I oh my god, like you don't like mushrooms? Green. I don't like mushrooms either. Oh my god! And then my mom would put like green beans from like a can on the stove and like shake them up until they were warm. And then, but whenever she did that, I would just make a, I would bake, I would bake a pizza like an oven pizza because I. Oh my! Okay, like, time out, time out, time out. Which one though? Which oven? Which oven pizza was the shit? I'm, I'm, a, I'm. A, you're about to tell me everything I need to know about you, Bob, that I don't know already. But what type of oven pizza, frozen well, oven I'm gonna pizza you, you used to eat? Okay, first of all, let me tell you. Let me tell you. Let me talk about the different kinds of oven pizza. First of all, uh-huh. DiGiorno is trash. Don't put do yeah, not DiGiorno is trash. No. First of all, it always comes out doughy as hell. It's too puffy. Yes. It's not yes. good. Don't do DiGiorno. You, you you try to be classy, but mama, you not okay. Second of all, if you use the Tonys, <laughs> you can you try to be classy, but you trashy. If you with the Tonys, who's the yellow one with with the guy with the mustache? Who's Tonys, the, that's Tonys. Okay, you might be. I, uh, that's not good. That's bad. Okay, bad yeah, pizza. it's that little garbage. garbage. If 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 I went to your house and you had Tonys pizza in the in the freezer, I'd be like, oh, I didn't know I was better than you. That was how I looked at people. <laughs> <laughs> but the one that was like, what was is it, Baron? Bitch, if you had Red Baron, oh, Red, Red Baron, Baron was good. Pizzas, oh, me and my brother used to take Red Baron, put it in the oven, and then cut it in half, and he eat it half. I, mean, I might get a motherfucking Red Baron pepperoni pizza tonight. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Okay, Red, so Red Baron was good, but Celeste was everything. The, the Celeste pizzas, they were the perfect size for you, and they had the, they used to have like the little like cubed up pepperonis that they will put up in there. So you have like the actual pepperonis I don't and a little like diced cubes, up pepperonis. Though. Oh, I See, love the cubes. The cubes and the pepperoni. So that's too much. <laughs> <laughs> so that's too much. <laughs> I used to love Celeste pizzas. I used to eat that shit. I, my, my mom would get me like four and I would have all, all four of them after school when I came, when I came home from school. Um, and I used to fucking, Celeste was my homegirl. It would be me and her, and then I would invite my friend Arthur so we could watch him on TV, and then, or, or we'd do Zoom. Oh my God, did you, did you watch Zoom as a kid? Did you have Zoom? Uh, I didn't watch Zoom, because I just did, I, wasn't it PBS? 
It was PBS. Come on and zoom. Come on and zoom. Come right on now, PBS and zoom. PBS was just the crunchiest TV. Like, PBS, I was like, did you look like public TV? Like, you look like some public-ass TV. I didn't watch Arthur. I was like, why is this? How is it a cartoon, but it's still blurry? <laughs> No, ma'am. I'm, I'm going over to Nickelodeon. I'm not watching no public fucking cartoons. PBS. Oh, Girl, my God. That's no. so real. Why was it blurry? That's so weird. It just looked grainy as hell. Like, this cartoon <laughs> looked trash as a hell. Like, y'all don't have HD? Can, we get it? Can y'all film in 1080p? <laughs> over here at Arthur Inks or some shit? Uh, I've actually, actually done more... At this point, I've probably done more Friendsgivings than I've done Thanksgivings at home because I don't go home for Thanksgiving. I, I, I don't think I've ever actually gone back home for Thanksgiving, ever. Really? Yeah. Never. Mm. Well, it makes sense. I mean, if it wasn't a tradition that you guys, like, heavily celebrated as a kid, then why would you do that? Um, my, I grew up, my mom was a big cooker. My mom, every Saturday and Sunday, my mom would be in the kitchen from, like, 5 a.m. until, like, about 11, 12, and she would cook, like, three meats and she would cook like all these sides, and it was every Saturday and Sunday, every week, no matter what. My whole like childhood. Every, childhood. Twice a week she was cooking <clears throat> all this food. Yep, Saturday and Sunday. That just. But also like a lot of. But, <laughs> well, it was myself, my dad, and my and um and um my brother. So then her, that's four of us, and also my mom loves to entertain. So my mom would always she would always invite people over. There were so people would always come over to the house, and like so so my mom would always have like a fully stocked bar. And, like, people would come and she would, like, feed them. Like, she would give everyone a plate. And, like, everyone, like, that was my house. Also, not a place like a bar. My mom was, like, I, my mom wasn't, like, adamantly against drinking. But there was just really not drink. Like, there was never alcohol in my house. Actually, one time my really? uncle. One time my uncle bought some beers over for, I think, Thanksgiving. And they stayed in there until, like, June. And my mom was like, throw those beers away. Oh my god! You know my 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 house, my house. Still, my mom always keeps the house stocked for whoever comes over. There's always a drink for someone to have. But also, it's a very West you're, Indian thing. Like, your mom's an alcoholic. <laughs> my mom's alcoholic. My mom drinks very regularly. Um, but I think it's just a West Not Indian exposing thing. Exposing. No, no, my, my mom drinks regularly. My mom, my mom don't give a fuck. Uh, but it's just a West Indian I, thing. I, I can't even imagine our moms hanging out because. <laughs> <laughs> they're just so they're just so different. When you said that they your are. mom would go out in like a leotard during carnival or during um that yeah, was carnival. so insane. Really? If my the, I can't think of a single circumstance <laughs> under which my mom would wear a leotard in public. I literally I literally can't think of one reason you would ever see my mom's knees. <laughs> I mean, she used to wear shorts when she would do like sports stuff, but they were pretty long shorts. And like, I've never seen my, I have never seen my mom in a swimming pool. Really? That's crazy. I, I used to go to the beach with my mom all the time. Oh, I don't even know what my mom would wear at the beach because <laughs> I've never, I can't even fathom what my she probably wore like pants, like some sweatpants. I just cannot so fathom my mom. I have to be in the water in like a oh my god. I'm like literally, this is so I can't even fathom my mom taking off a sarong and being like in a bathing suit. That sounds insane to me. I can't it's imagine so wrong, drinking. But it's so right. my mom holding a cocktail and being like, ooh. 
Oh, do not be a little man. My mother would never use a straw, bitch. My mom is like, girl. <laughs> She would never smack in the bottom of the <laughs> literally like 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 the water. <laughs> that is so Jackie oh, Daniel. That is so funny. That is so yeah. funny and wild to me to think of. I, I would like to see how moms get along, but my, my mom has friends like your mom though. Yeah, yeah, my, my, my mom, mom has friends friend like your mom friend. too. That is so funny to me. Listen, the holidays are just around the corner. If you're looking for a special way to stay connected with your loved one during the holidays, I've got a little treat for you. Now, I know that uh, being away from our families during these COVID times uh, can be very stressful. I know that I'm probably not going to be going home during Thanksgiving um, because obviously you don't want to uh, risk spreading COVID to your friends and family. Um, and my mom and I live really far away from each other. She lives in Atlanta, I live in LA, and it can be a struggle to stay connected. So I'm gonna get her a skylight frame that I can send new photos to her every single day. It's really easy way for her to see what I'm doing and for us to stay connected. Now for a really special gift for the special people in your life, you've gotta check out the skylight frame. Skylight frame is a photo frame that you can update instantly by email from anywhere. A great way for you to feel close to those that you love when you are separated. Sending photos to Skylight is effortless. Everyone in the family can just email them to your personal Skylight email address and they'll pop up in seconds. 100% satisfaction guaranteed. And if you don't love your Skylight, they'll offer you a full refund. That's right, a full refund. It's so simple that even my non-tech savvy mom can set it up and use it. Now, as a special offer, you can get $10 off your purchase of a Skylight Frame when you go to skylightframe.com and enter code SIBLING. That's right, you get $10 off your purchase of a Skylight Frame. Just go to skylightframes.com and enter code SIBLING. That's S-K-Y-L-I-G-H-T-F-R-A-M-E.com, promo code SIBLING. The pandemic didn't just test our country's economic endurance, it exposed how living an unhealthy lifestyle can increase your risk. That's why I recommend you take Field of Greens by Brickhouse Nutrition every day. While other health products boast about one vegetable, Field of Greens is packed with 18 clinically researched essential fruits and vegetables, plus green tea, ginger, turmeric, and beet. This powerful combination not only can support your heart health, it can support a health immune system, metabolism, blood pressure, and digestion. Field of Greens is loaded with antioxidants, pre and probiotics. Just one scoop in a glass of water, stir and you're done. So I settle for one vegetable, you can have the entire field of greens. Go to fieldofgreens15.com and get 15% off your first order with the promo code RIVALRY at checkout. That's fieldofgreens15.com, available in two flavors. Both are great. fieldofgreens15.com, promo code RIVALRY. So yeah, like, can we talk about our, we've done a few Thanksgiving together. I think we've done like two or three together. We've done two, two. There was one day you invited me, but I went to my family's in Brooklyn. So I, and I was there like all day, so I didn't make it back to yours. But there were two, I was at your house pretty much the whole time. Yeah, we, we did one, we did a great one we did with uh, Laminda. Laminda, yeah, Patty's mom came and we played Quiplash. And then every answer, I tried to incorporate the word nigga in as many answers as I could. And then just to so see funny. her And then face. I started doing it. So you and I were putting nigga <laughs> on the screen all the time and looking at Laminda like, 
<laughs> if y'all don't know, Patty's mom, her name is Lamenda. She's this like petite, tiny Southern lady from Mississippi with the only accent. Um, yeah, she's like I mean, she's oh not. She's God. still she's taller than Patty, but she's still. I'm scared. <laughs> but yeah, so so it, it, we need to talk about the the infamous showdown. The what infamous showdown? moment, Monet. Don't act brand new. You remember this? We the had showdown? the pie cook-off. Oh God, this pie cook-off mess. I think we've discussed the pie cook-off before, but we <laughs> had a pie cook-off where me, Mateo, Nick, Patty, Boomer Banks, Patty, <laughs> <laughs> and who was that? Everyone? Yeah, that was, and I brought a chocolate cake. Oh my god! I'm not going to go into this chocolate cake business one day. And then we all made these pies, but the rules were you have to make the pie from scratch. Oh yeah, there was a scandal uh, in the pie contest. I forgot the scandal. Yeah, the scandal was there. There were some people who believed that Boomer Banks didn't make his crust. There were people who believed that there was there was crust fraud. <laughs> is uh, crust fraud the like of which you've never seen? Excuse me, on a scale of which you've never seen before. Excuse me. Um, Wait, did you see? Did you hear about the whole Four Seasons landscaping thing? Bitch. It honestly feels like Bob a sketch from Veep. Like I'm like, this is so crazy. This is real. This is real shit. I was saying this: if Shonda Rhimes wrote 2020 as a movie before it happened and put all this stuff in there, they'd be like. You have to make it believable. <laughs> like, oh yeah, and, and, oh yeah, and at the last moment, like, what is this? Like, an episode of Always Sunny in Philadelphia. They booked the Four Seasons, and it was at a landscaping company next to a a, a, a porn store. Sure, sure, Jan. And a crematorium, a, literally a crematorium. Like that is insane. Like that doesn't even Girl. make sense. Can I tell you what is so funny? Yeah, what's up? Bitch, so at, I was um earlier when I said I can't say it now. Alexa, play Britney Spears. <laughs> the Alexa in this office started playing Britney. And I was like, who is playing Britney? Word. <laughs> and she, I was like, who is? Why am I trying to do a podcast? And she just been literally playing Britney the whole time, which is I knew I heard music, and I was like, well, I guess it's going on. So I don't know. I heard the music though, and I just didn't mention it. And I did, and I did it to myself. <laughs> I was like, "This is I get so it. unprofessional." I get it. You, you you just wanted ambient sounds of Washington Heights, like like you were still yeah. at home. You miss New York so much. Yeah, it, yeah, it'd be Britney in Washington Heights. You're right. That's what, <laughs> yeah. All the cars that parked outside of my window were blasting Britney. <laughs> Do you remember that time when we um, when we were finally allowed to like hang out with people again in New York when we st- stood outside your stoop? And we were just playing gay ass music, trying to be gay as oh, hell. Was, I just wish that my speakers could have been louder. Like in my house, they sounded so loud, but they were like just kind of. But people would. I that was one of my favorite. I wish I could have painted that. St- I can actually say where I lived now. Is that weird to say where I used to live? I mean, yeah, you don't live there. You, we, we, you do it about nine four five Amsterdam all the time. Yeah, sure. I lived. I lived at one sixty two in Fort Washington. So if y'all want to yeah, see right on that corner, I lived on that little ramp, that little black ramp. At 162 in Fort Washington, I lived there for like three years. That was the uh, the two story. <laughs> it was two stories. You're not you're not lying. You're not lying. Humble brag. Humble brag. 
Uh, weird flex, but okay. Um, but yeah, that, that was my apartment that I lived in. That little black wrap, which by the way, I could never get food delivered to ever. Anyway, back to Thanksgiving. Yes. So I, so I, just, I okay, just wait. Like, who thought, I think now you should say it. Stop, don't be a pussy. Who thought Boomerangs did not break his, his, his crust? Who thought Boomerangs okay. had the fake crust? I will, I will be honest. Me and Mateo <laughs> had questions about the authenticity <laughs> of Boomer's crust. And that's on period. Um, but also, not to mention, Patty didn't make his crust. Patty also got disqualified from Jump Street. Y'all, Patty showed up with, he melted some Hershey bars. That shit is so country. It's literally just Hershey bars on top of a um, crust with whipped cream covering it. It was and, ridiculous. And like actually like entered it into the gum. I was like, Mary, Mama, this is garbage. I cannot believe you bought this here. And the, 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 we were clowning Patty's fucking pie. Patty's pie. The in, I mean, everything for the next couple of months was making fun of Patty's pie. <laughs> it was it, it was a little like it's the most minimal effort anyone attempted to try to do even the year before when you made your little stuffing bread with the mashed potatoes and turkey that even was a more effort than patty just taking a bunch of fucking hershey bars he got from the corner store on his way to your house and just <laughs> melting them in the microwave and that i was think so he crazy. melted them at my apartment i don't even think he i don't even remember where he did it but i was like girl not this i mean that was the amount of effort that monique used to put into gluing her wigs down <laughs> did she do just a drop <laughs> right there, and just say, stunning, and just fucking move on. Um, that pie was, but also, uh, I think that uh, Mateo won the pie competition. Uh, yeah, Mateo did win it, but to, to be fair, Mateo did. He, you did put a good effort into yours too, Mateo. But like he, like what was his? I didn't. I didn't like Mateo's because I don't like key lime pie. I don't like drag her. I don't like lime flavored desserts. I don't like like lemon bars. I don't like like lemon tarts. I don't like like lime and what? lemon desserts. Yeah, I don't like. I don't like savory desserts with lemon. I like like lemon heads and stuff like that. But I don't like a a lemon pastry. Mm-mm. I made a pecan pie. Pecan. I love yours. Your your pie was good. Your pie was good. I liked. I liked yours and Boomer the most. Wait. What? What, what did? What did? Mick, what did Nick make? Nick didn't make a pie. Nick bought cranberry sauce. <laughs> oh, j- girl. Okay. Thank you for bringing it up. White people. I mean, they say black people do cranberry sauce. I have never had cranberry sauce in my entire life of having black Thanksgivings. Cranberry sauce, A, is gross. The fact that Nick fucking opened the can and put it out, the fucking cranberry sauce was sweating. It had like the can ridges all on it. It was so well. Do you do you have cranberry sauce? Was that a part of your traditions going up? No, bitch. Don't nobody <laughs> be eating no fucking cranberry sauce. Yeah, that's black bitch, I'm cranberry curious. sauce. I think I think it's I think it's white people. Do you see on tic, on TikTok they spell it W Y P I P O white people? <laughs> yeah, white people. I love that. Also, also um, just just other little Y in the T's white T's. <laughs> white people. <laughs> But um, but yeah, that like that I don't know that gag because everyone except Monet made something for this. You went to Empanada Mama, Monet. Oh yeah, okay. I didn't you see, okay, that wasn't part of the criteria to make something. No one said you no, have to make we, something. But what the, how did everyone else get the memo to make stuff? Um, Nick didn't make nothing. He brought a fucking can of cranberry sauce. 
Nick can barely. Uh, Nick is not terribly great at cooking himself things. So no one wanted Nick. Nick is skinny as hell. Nick eats chicken nuggets every day. Did <laughs> nobody want Nick's uh, contribution to the table? <laughs> Patty made a really great stuffing. I also made. I thought my cornbread stuffing was great. By the way, y'all got to. Did you make cornbread me. stuffing? I made cornbread stuffing, um, and I made mashed potatoes, and I made a Mateo made Mateo's contribution was one of my favorites. Mateo's lasagna was so fucking good. I ate that shit. Ah, gobble me, swallow me, drip down the side of me. Lasagna in my mouth. Oh, and fucking. what's his name? What's uh, Ethan cooked our turkey? Ethan. Oh my god. Evan, so Ethan Evan, is Mateo's. Evan, 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 Evan. Oh my god, Bob. That is not calling him the wrong name. Uh, anyway, Evan. Evan made our turkey. But the funny thing, maybe we should put this there. But Evan, Evan had no, to we leave. No, we can say it. Evan had to leave because he had this shit in the middle of Thanksgiving. We were all, we were all sitting around and we were like, we were this turkey. And Evan was like, I don't know, man. I'm not feeling so good, man. And Evan's wife was like, yeah, we think we need to leave. He's like, I don't know, man. I had some vegan tacos last night, man. I... I gotta get out of here, man. I don't feel too good, man. <laughs> also, the first year we did things with Evan, Evan came and Evan is this, um, you know, attractive, young white dude, straight. And Evan comes over and he's, he's like, Yeah, I'm gonna come. Yeah, with, with a beautiful Latin. She's, she's Mexican. He makes, he makes so many jokes about it in his stand up. And sometimes people come for him, and his wife is probably like, she's been in the comments, she's like, first of all, I'm his wife, and I don't have a problem with that joke. Like, that's our motherfucking experience. Now, she didn't say anything like that, but, you know. Is she, is she from from the Bronx? <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, so, Evan, like, no one asked him to. He volunteers to cut the turkey, and he could not cut the fucking turkey. I'm like, what kind of straight dude are you? can't even cut the fucking turkey. So, Bob goes into his closet and pulls out his turkey carver that turkey he has car- for his, for his pack. Pads that Bob uses to cut his pads. So I'm like, I got this. And then he gives it to Evan, and Evan finally cuts the turkey, the fucking turkey carpet. Not the hip pads, <laughs> which have never touched a turkey until that day. They have been cutting exclusively foam for the past uh, umpteen years. And they were like, oh my God, real turkey. This is insane. <laughs> what is actually your favorite? Um, what is your favorite uh, pie for Thanksgiving? Oh, it's well now. Use now. I can't remember how I say it. Pecan, pecan. I guess I say pecan. It's every year. I'm like, how do I say it? Because you say pecan, pecan. Yeah, yeah. I say pecan pie. Yeah, pecan. Yeah, pecan pie. What? What fancy highfalutin pecan? Like what British? The guy downstairs (laughs) who's complaining about your noise. He says pecan, pecan. But I heard him say pecan. It's pecan pie. I like Dutch. Apple pie or pecan pie. Like, it's either or I'm good with. I hate pumpkin pie. See, black people love pecan pie. White people love pumpkin pie. Do you like pumpkin pie? It's fine. I like, I like, I prefer sweet potato pie. I never had sweet potato pie. Now that is Southern. Southerners make sweet potato pie. I'll make you a sweet potato pie one day. Not that I've ever made one before, but I'm sure I could. I just follow up. Do you remember the, the year that I, that everyone was like, um, what are you guys doing? I said, oh, I'm going to make a pie. And everyone was like, you can't make pie. And I was like, oh, <laughs> there will be a fleet of pie. <laughs> and we, we, we made, we, we talked about that for like years later. Because that is so Bob. Bob was, we were like, Bob, you never made it before. You can't make that. Oh, 
There will be a fleet of flies here tomorrow that I would have assembled myself. Everybody got making money for saying a fleet of flies. That is so bomb. That is literally oh, bomb. Oh, there will be show. a fleet of pies in this house on Thanksgiving. Don't you How worry. I mean, I didn't make them all myself, but I did end up getting a fleet of pies on Thanksgiving. I just convinced everyone to all make I made two pecan pies that year. One of them I made as a test round, and the other one I made uh, for the evening. And the one that I made for a test was actually better than the one I fucking made on the evening of. You know what? This year I'm gonna make a I'm gonna make a pecan pie. I'm gonna send it from the UK to you guys overnight, so you guys have my my contribution. Well, you're laughing. What happened was um, during so I ended up spending. Oh, I actually didn't know. I ended up going to when I went to Berkeley on opening night. <laughs> did you ever know about this? On opening night of my show, a fleet of pies showed up in the dressing room. Mateo and Nick had ordered like five. <laughs> Eyes, I come out of the dressing room and in the oh, green I room. Oh, I do remember just, this. Yeah, there were five pies. <laughs> Everyone in the cast was like, "Why did your friend send you five <laughs> pies?" And I was like, "They're petty, and they love me." <laughs> Wait, is is a fleet five? I think a fleet is just many. I don't think a fleet is like a certain number, but a fleet oh, is like, okay. yeah, like a, like a, a, a whole bunch of. Of, uh, well, there know, has to be some correlation because why do you think they call it fleet enema? There's something between what, what does fleet mean? Uh, I mean, I, I can Google the definition of the word fleet right now. Let's see. I'm going to look it up. Fleet definition. Uh, a fleet is um, a, group a group of ships, of ships sailing, together. sailing together, engaged in some activity or under the same ownership. That's bitch. That's I mean, maybe they call it a fleet animal because everybody be be at the damn orgies fleeting, girl. What does maybe that have to do with mean? sailors? Like, cause you know, I, I, bitch, I don't know. Maybe it's the last name of the person who makes them. Maybe it's Daniel Fleet made these animals. Maybe, maybe. I don't, I don't know, girl. I mean, I, I can sit here and act like I know why they're called fleets, but I would fully it would it would, it would all be conjecture, and none of it would be actual uh truth facts or anything real it'd just be me pretending like i i know what's going on did you ever so do the, uh, make snake podcast work uh-huh okay first of all I, d- I don't say it unless i know it unless you don't want to be making up random ass shit also by the way did you see can we i don't know are we allowed to talk about this what are we allowed to talk about your cartoon and the controversy around it oh yeah we can talk about it okay so <clears throat> the hair Thing that they said your 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 people stole the thing from. Did you see who's who's narrating the one that they said y'all stole y'all idea from? Who? Bitch, Blue Ivy. The one that, that was called good hair or bad. What's it called? Bad. I I, I don't I don't know something here. Okay, let me let, let, let me explain hair. the story really quick. So. For the for like what two years now, I've been working on a cartoon for Nickelodeon called Made by Maddie, and it was supposed to it was like literally for two years. So it was set to premiere. I play one of the principal characters on it, um, um, Siobhan Siobhan, and um, it was supposed to set. It was supposed to air September thirteenth, and then like the week the week before, like all the trailers and stuff were out, and everyone's like really excited about it. And then the people who did this short for the Emmys, I think it's called Good Hair or something here. Um, Hair love. Hair love, hair love, hair love. Um, they said, oh, wow, this is a direct copy of our story. 
And then, meanwhile, the person who created um, 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 Made by Maddie, the cartoon I was going to do, was, was originally called Fashion Alley, literally has her scripts and stuff and, and the conception of the idea from, like, 2014 to 2013 when she wrote it and everything. And it was, like, it's literally not <coughs> the same. Oh, my God. I think someone's knocking on my door. Be too loud. No. no. Um, it's right, literally Mike, not the same. Keep and... it down. You're too fucking loud, Mike. <laughs> um, we understand. So here You're in a fucking cartoon. <laughs> I understand. Yeah. Hair Love is like about um, um, a mom who gets cancer and then the little girl, um, it's a black family as well, and um, the little girl hates her kinky hair and then um, her dad, they're trying to teach her how to love her hair and then she, in the end, she, her mom has to shave her hair off because of the cancer. And that's like their whole story and all the journeys of that When My story, of course, it features a black family as well, a dad, a mom, and a daughter. Um, and it is about a little girl who wants to be a fashion designer. Her mom is a fashion designer and the little girls like to sew. And it's literally two completely different stories, but they were like, well, it's a black mom and a black dad, and the dad has dreads, and your dad has dreads. I'm like, yeah, it's a black fucking hairstyle. I'm but, like, does, but, but, does the, but does the mom have cancer in your cartoon? No, she does not. So you admit it, she does. And also, does the, girl, <laughs> does the mom have to shave her head? No. So you admit it, she shaves her head, and uh, does the daughter hate her hair? No, she loves her. So hair. you admit it, she does. So you so, <laughs> so it's been this whole thing, but now so Nickelodeon has so they like, they pulled it from this September thirteenth, and now Nickelodeon has investigated it and all that stuff. And right before I left to come here, I had to record two songs that we're doing on the show, and it's gonna premiere in I think January, February now. So it's been this whole long process, but it's like why can't there be two black cartoon families on TV, like if we're the same age demo? Like I just don't understand. It's so it's very frustrating. My only other question is, is Blue Ivy doing any voices in yours? Let's take a break and let me find out. (laughs) (laughs) As performers on the road, it's always difficult to make sure we're eating healthy and clean and getting a balanced diet as we travel from town to town, city to city, state to state, country to country. And even when we do eat the right smoothies and I do have the right salads and I feel like I'm making great decisions, it's still difficult to get the essential nutrients and vitamins that we need on a daily basis. That's where Ritual comes in. Ritual Essential for Women is the multivitamin reimagined. From D3 to Omega-3, Ritual's Essential for Women helps fill gaps in everyone's diet. Their no-nausea capsule design is gentle on an empty stomach, and there's a mint tab in every bottle to keep things fresh, so you don't get that fishy aftertaste common with all them vitamins that got omega-3s in it. You know what I'm saying? It has no shady additives or ingredients that can do more harm to your body than good. Two easy-to-take capsules provide nine nutrients you need to support a strong foundation for your health. I started taking Ritual, y'all, and one of honestly, one of the key things that I really like about it is the smell and the taste. You take some vitamins and you'd be like, I am literally gonna gag, this is the most disgusting thing. And I do feel more balanced, I feel healthier. Now, um, I'm still not making the best food choices, but taking Ritual, I feel good about myself. And that's what that's really what's the most important thing, that you feel good about yourself. Better health doesn't happen overnight, and right now, Ritual is offering our listeners 10% off during their first three months. Fill in the gaps in your diet with Essential for Women, a small step that helps support a healthy foundation for your body. Visit ritual.com rivalry to start your ritual today. That's 10% off during your first three months at ritual.com rivalry. 
Now I know that there are a lot of like alcoholic like aficionados that um, that have very keen tastes on alcohol, and that's and I'm kind of the same, but not really. Like I've always can never decide like should I do the vodka or should I do the white tequila? You know tequila blanco because they look the same, but are they really the same? Hmm, that is the question. Having something extra makes your choice a little easier, and that's why Busy stands out by having something all these other hard salsas don't. Antioxidant vitamin C. Extracted from the acerola cherry, a superfruit with 30 times more vitamin C per cup than an orange. That is crazy. There are plenty of hard salsas to choose from, but with four bold and refreshing natural flavors and antioxidant vitamin C, Busy makes the choice a little easier, and it's a lot tastier. You can have pineapple mango, black cherry lime, strawberry kiwi, and blueberry pomegranate. I personally love, love, love the pineapple mango this week, y'all. Pineapple mango, I've been feeling very tropical, very fruity, and it's great by itself, but if, mm, if you mix with a little cocktail, girl, you gonna have a good Friday night or Sunday morning if you that kind of girl. Busy is refreshing, it tastes great, and it never hurts to add some vitamins and antioxidants into the mix. And at 5% ABV, 100 calories, and less than one gram of real cane sugar per can, every sip of Busy is more exhilarating than the last. Upgrade your hard salsa with Busy. To find out where you can purchase Busy, go to BusyHardSalsa.com. That's BusyHardSalsa.com. Must be 21 or over to purchase, y'all. Peace. Okay, so we're back. Blue Ivy is not on my show, but guess who is on my show, Mom? Guess who's playing the mom? One of my like icons. I love her. No, Patina Miller. We've got oh, magic oh, to yeah, do just for you. I guess guess I mean, who's playing the dad? Her. I think of her from. Um, I think of her from um, Sister Act. <clears throat> right. Um, her or Hunger Games. So she was in Hunger Games too. What was she in Hunger Games? She was in the the district of black people. What, like, are you serious? Are you, are you doing a thing? Yeah, no, you know the district with all the black people in it? <clears throat> she was in it. She was like I don't remember like the, that. She was like one of the militia people. Work. And um, guess who's playing the dad? Another another Broadway uh, 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 great. Ben Vereen? Norm Lewis. Oh, work. If it would have been Ben Vereen, that'd be crazy because, you know, Ben Vereen and Patina Miller both played the same role. What role? Bitch, literally, literally the song you were just singing. They both, oh, they both played... Really? Ben Vereen was in the original Broadway cast. Oh, I want to hear Ben Vereen's. I mean, I love Patina Miller so much, I don't know if I like Ben's. I mean, it's definitely two different voices. I mean, it's a man singing, but, you know... I'm, <laughs> Thank maybe, you, Bob. I, did, I, 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 I was expecting the same. <laughs> this may shock you, but they're very different because <laughs> Ben Vereen's a man. And he does oh, it in the man way. Bob, have you ever been a? Have you ever been um, a Black Friday shopper? I my family has indulged in Black Friday, and I have, but not regularly. Like more so when I was younger, when I was really like trying to get them outlet mall sales. No, we didn't. No, my mom. No, no, my mom was also the queen of telling me to never ask for anything. <laughs> my mom was always like, "Don't ask me nothing. Don't ask me." My mom always told me not to ask her for anything. Like I remember just growing up. Constantly being told not to ask for things. <laughs> like, if we go into a store, she look at me and go, don't, don't, if we go into a store, don't ask for nothing. Don't look at nothing. Don't touch nothing. Don't ask for nothing because you ain't getting nothing. That's such a black go, mom thing. That is such a black mom thing. She go, we'll get in this house. Don't ask for nothing from these people. Don't ask them for nothing. 
Like I was just always told like I wasn't ever allowed to ask for anything. Girl, I, I told you this was me too. When I would go to people's houses, I've said this on the podcast before, and they'd be like, Hey, are you hungry? Or you want something to drink? My mom would literally I can feel her fucking eyes burning the <laughs> flesh out of my skin. Like, you better not say you want nothing. You better act like you are so full and you are so <laughs> like your thirst is so quenched. You better just pretend. And I'd be like, no, say the line I taught you, Kevin. I am very satiated. <laughs> I am completely satiated. I am not hungry. My thirst has been quenched. And my mom feeds me well at home. And she's like, that's right, but, see? Which, in her defense, she did. But I was a fat-ass kid. And, bitch, I would be literally stuffed from Thanksgiving. And I go to somebody's house. Bitch, fill me up even more. Pack it in. Wait, so... Wait, so when your mom was in front of you and she told you not to ask for thing, would you sneak behind her back, like, Cora, and be like, I mean, if y'all got a little something, I'm not going to say no. I'd be like, man, I'll suck your dick, man, for some, for some Capri Sun, man. We got chips. What was your favorite snack, what was your favorite snack as a kid? What, what was the, the snack that would get you, that would get your fucking pussy popping? I don't remember what my favorite. I think I used to love Rice Krispies treats. Like when they, I feel like when I was in like seven, when I was seven year old or six years old, that's when like Rice Krispies, like the little treats came out. And I used to be obsessed with them, I think. Okay, Rice Krispies treats have been out forever. I love that you think but Rice like, Krispies. But like, okay, treats. not, okay, not the cereal, but the little bars that came, like yeah, they Kellogg, sold the bars. Yeah, Kellogg's Rice Krispies treats. I don't think that's real. I'm looking up right now. I don't. I don't think you're right. Well, my mom used to eat Kellogg's Rice Krispies treats. Okay, Google. Cool. When did Kellogg's Rice Krispies treats come out? No, but that's the cereal. I'm talking about the bars. 1995. According to Battle Thank you. No, that's the cereal. Kellogg's launched its packaged Rice Krispies treats. 1995. Well, I think that's the, the is that the is that the snacks or the okay Google when did. Rice Krispies bars come out. If the cereal, nineteen thirty nine. When I, many sources okay, I'm saying if the cereal. So what I'm talking about is in ninety five. That's what I'm talking about. That thing. When it was nineteen thirty nine, Monet, you were not okay. Okay, the cereal came out in nineteen thirty nine, but the bars, which you're talking about, came out in nineteen ninety five. No, the cereal came out in nineteen ninety five, and the bars came out. The bars were before the cereal, Monet. That doesn't make any sense. That's not true. Monet, this the, the Rice Krispie treat, the bars, the, those things were out, and then later on down the line, someone said, "Oh, we should turn this into cereal." And then it became cereal. But the little cereal... The I don't know if that's Krispies, true. But you're talking about Rice Krispies themselves. Rice Krispies were out before the bars. So it was Rice Krispies, Rice Krispies bars, and then Rice Krispies treat the cereal, I think. You think. You don't... You did, This is unsubstantiated claims. Rice Krispies bars... This thing just said Rice Krispies bars came out in 1939. But bitch... This bitch... She don't know what you're talking about. She just saying what... Okay. She's saying shit. Mitch, when you were a kid, were, were there Rice Krispie bars? Yes, and me and Mitch were kids before you was a motherfucking kid. You don't I know that. You don't know. You don't, you don't know. You, you don't know when Mitch was a kid. You don't know Mitch's life. Me and Mitch are the same age. Mitch is a year older than me, Monet. I can call my mom right now, and she will tell me there were Rice Krispie bars when she was a child. Bitch, you didn't usher in the age of Rice Krispie bars. <laughs> 
like the world existed before you existed, Monet. Not Monet thinking we all popped into existence in 1990, whatever, when your ass was born. I was born in 1990. Don't fucking forget it. Not thinking Rice Christmas came out with you. You, you really, you really, y'all millennials really think like me about you. <laughs> yeah, keep, keep, go have your water, bitch, because I'm done. Um, <laughs> what, what was your favorite snack growing up? Oh, I mean, there were two. My favorite sweet snack was honey buns. I could eat honey buns. I could just eat until the... I still love honey buns. I mean, I also feel like white kids don't eat honey buns. It's like white kids don't know about honey buns. And honey buns are just so... It's the best... I'm a black kid so and I good. don't like honey buns. It's just... They're not for me. No love. I think it's because you're West Indian. Black American kids love we anytime I don't like something that Bob likes Bob was like well it's because you're from that place I'm telling you now Americans you you love saying that black American kids do love honey buns like the comment if you are a black American kid and you're listening to this please comment and let me know if you like honey buns I'm very curious to know we do we love honey buns and then outside of that it was potato chips bitch do you remember now I this I do remember in the 90s Potato chips got crazy. They were getting, like, it used to be like Doritos. They came in two flavors. And then it was like Lay's. They come in like four. There's barbecue. And there's sour cream and cheddar. And there's regular. And, and there's salt and vinegar. And then somewhere around like 1995, they were like pickles, zingy, zaggy, crazy, ketchup, <laughs> um, jalapeno, <laughs> ranch, uh, Doritos are spicy, spicy nacho, cool, super extra. I was like, y'all doing? Is that when it came out? I, I thought that was later. I was there for every flavor. I was, I, there was not a Dorito. There was no chips you could make that I would not want to consume. It literally wasn't possible. There was no way you could make a chip I wouldn't want to eat. And then, and then twenty, and then the twenty tens got crazy with like rotisserie chicken with uh uh. Oh my god, those Rumble. are crazy. Um, that's puke. too much. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't like those. That's the, that, those the are too ones? ostentatious. Yes, I remember, girl. There's so many. Places. And then honestly, and you realize when you, when you like travel the world a lot too, like around the globe, there are uh, like Kit Kats come in like over 50 flavors. You go to, 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 to get chocolate in Japan or in Korea or whatever, there are so many Kit Kat flavors, Bob. Literally you know, like anything butter, you can think about. Uh, placenta. Uh, like, like all the weird you, shit. You kiki in, but for real though, it's pretty wild. Um... I well, I we have to wrap it up soon. I just miss you so much. Wait, Lauren. I have I one more question you. before you before we leave. What, what are you thankful for this year? This Thanksgiving? What are you most thankful oh, for? Oh my god! And oh I know god. you're gonna say me, so no, pre- so you don't you don't have to say me. We we, we already know. So just you you can say something else. Oh my god! I am honestly I am thankful for democracy. I know that sounds so. The answer right now, but bitch, democracy came through. I'm grateful that we've had that we had more votes turn out this year than ever before. Donald Trump has us feeling insane. We feel crazy. Joe, the vote have been Joe Biden is the president elect, but yet somehow every American still feels a little bit nervous that somehow Trump might Girl. magically flip the script and be president again. 
The Secretary mm-hmm. of State came out the other day and said there will be a peaceful transition of power to a second Trump term. Like, we feel crazy right now. Wait, wait, did that really happen? I didn't even know that happened. Yes, girl, the Secretary of State, they were like, will there be a peaceful transition of power? And he said, and he said there will be a peaceful transition of power to a second term. Now, if you don't know, Secretary of State is a really big role. You're maybe wondering, who have been the past Secretaries of State? Uh, maybe you might recognize a name like uh, Condoleezza Rice or Colin Powell. Um, I know that Hillary Clinton was the Secretary of Defense. Um, was she also the Secretary of, of State, too? Hillary Clinton, Secretary of State. Yes, Hillary Clinton was also Secretary of State. Like, uh, Condoleezza, uh, uh, Condoleezza Rice, third, uh, uh, Colin Powell, Hillary Clinton. Secretary mm-hmm. of State is a really big role that people take very, very seriously. Which, sidebar, and- Colin Powell is so fucking hot. I will let him literally pound my pussy purple. Continue. C- Colin Powell's dead. Is he? Monet, Colin Powell is dead, dead. Well, he—I mean—that doesn't change the fact he's a very attractive man. Wait, did he die? I don't think Colin Powell died. I would remember that. Like that would have been a big thing. You're crazy. Uh, Colin Powell is not dead. No, maybe he is alive. He is alive. Colin Powell is still alive. Yes, Colin Powell is not that old. It's the still being alive for me. <laughs> he's 83. Oh my god. Oh, he was born in Harlem. He probably don't live in Harlem no more. Oh, he's well, he's married to his wife, Alma. So oh, I'm, I think thinking, I'm, no thinking Thurgood, I'm thinking Thurgood Marshall. Oh my god, Thurgood Marshall. Okay, no, not Thurgood Marshall. Who is the first black person appointed to the Supreme Court? Um, mm-hmm. who is certainly no longer living at any point in time. Um, but also I'm pretty sure Colin Powell was was, was wait. I know Condoleezza Rice was a big-time Republican. No, Colin Powell was, was a Democrat. Yeah, because, girl, Condoleezza Rice was one of those folks. I was like, I want to root for you. I really want to root for you. But I know, but you're a Republican ass. No, I think, I think Colin Powell is a Republican, too. I don't think so, Bitch, Bob. Colin Powell is a full-on Republican. Yes, he is. Okay, I can fuck Republicans. That's okay. Yeah, you got to let him drop that red dick. Bitch, ooh, that would be some that would be some good hate fucking bitch. Just just a uh, good old nasty choke me, stroke me, gloat me in the boat me. Girl, you got to let <laughs> Colin Powell drop that red dick down. Open <laughs> 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 that brown brown girl. <laughs> Not that red dick in the brown round. Yes. Um, so what are you? So you're what thankful, are you thankful for, for democracy. Though? Yeah, I'm thankful for democracy. What are you thankful for? Um, I think I'm thankful that, I know this sounds weird to say it, but that we're all, you know, um, that through this pandemic, that my friends and family have stayed relatively safe. Because I know there are so many people this year who have lost parents, who've lost siblings, who've lost cousins, who've lost best friends because of the pandemic. So I'm really grateful. Yeah, I lost, wait, say it again. You lost an aunt? Yeah, my aunt, my aunt who lives in London. Um, but like none of like my immediate like circle of family and friends everyone is safe so i'm really grateful for that um and yeah that's the thing i'm most grateful for i mean you i, I did this thing where i was feeling really nostalgic and i was calling old friends recently and when i would call people i would be like a lot of folks had a lot of bad news this year like it was insane like mm-hmm. i was calling folks who were like oh one person i called was like 
oh, I, I, I lost my mind this year. I got institutionalized. Someone else I called was like, oh, my, I got diagnosed with cancer and then my husband died a week later. And I was like, this is all like, I cannot believe. And then I called someone else and they were like, oh, I was doing crazy drugs and I lost my job. And I was like, oh my, everyone, I, I was like, I need to stop calling people. <laughs> like, first of all, like if, yeah. if Bob Dragon calls, please don't answer the phone. Um, but like everyone I was calling was having such a hard time. And I was like, I'm so grateful that I, I really didn't make it through this year. And, and, and that is not, it's not lost on me. That is not lost on me. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah. So I'm grateful for that too, Monet. And I'm grateful for you. I'm grateful for my partners. I'm grateful for Mitch. I'm grateful for um, all of our, I'm grateful for Peppermint. I'm grateful for all of my friends uh, that mean a lot to me. Mention your fucking partners one more time. Just w- one more time. I literally named, that was the only time I've mentioned them this entire, literally this entire I'm talking time. about the history of the podcast, bitch. Yes, you're right, Monet. I, I mentioned the, my partner who lives with me and my other partner who I'm in love with. I'm in love with both of you. I mentioned them. Mention that you're single again. <laughs> oh my God, thank you. Now I'm going to go and drink a bottle of Pinot and just draw myself in tears. So thank you so much. Yeah, get drunk like your mom. I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, you're so hateful. Bye. 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 <laughs>